Welcome back to season three of Simply Complicated. I am your host, Katie Dean, and I am so excited to get to chat to you guys again. Like I have had a really full and beautifully eventful um, last few weeks since we've had like a little pause on the potty, but I am so ready to come back. And this first groundbreaking, wow, oversell, um, podcast is going to be on boundaries. I was trying to get to a IGTV live on it. It's not happening. So now I'm bundling it up for you here in this kickoff podcast. Boundaries, welcome back. So since I've been talking about boundaries with you guys for the last few weeks, I am seeing it like everywhere, everywhere on social media, so many posts, but it's that thing where it's like, if you decide to focus on red cars, like all of a sudden there's 50 billion red cars. So I think it's something like that. And it's also, you know, it's 2020. Like if anyone needs some boundaries and some things that have become, or things have been made crystal clear, it's this year right? So boundaries are one of the most, even though like you think boundary, you think fence, you think keep out. I actually think of boundaries as one of the most beautiful forms of self-care, but it's often not until we have had the life sucked from us. We've had our hearts broken. We're at the absolute end of our tether energetically that we are like, huh, probably don't want this to happen again. I don't like how this feels. And then we decide to make a change. But I'm here to tell you that rock bottom is optional. Heartbreak needn't be the case. And, you know, there's so many little um, light bulb moments and ahas and energy leaks that are giving you little like, hey, over here, this could probably be a really good place where you can draw a loving circle around yourself and say, not this. And that is where, um, you know, it's the first place to look. So I shared a thread a few weeks ago called How to Boundary Like a Badass. So I'm going to dive into that with you today and also share a little bit um, on how to hold those and what that might look like. So the first step is priorities. So working out what yours are, how that you want to feel within your life and who deserves the best of you. Note, like you need to be number one or everything and everyone else that you love will suffer, right? I know many of us, especially the the gals who are listening to this, we've been raised by mums who were raised by mums who were martyrs. And I mean that, like I have the best mum, but she also was the most selfless human on the planet and almost to a fault, right? Like our time in this day and age is very different generationally to other times. Like we cannot do it all because our all looks so different to what their all look like. And I don't give a shit 
who you are and what you come at me with because I have I have points, I have notes that you do not need to kill yourself and slowly deny every single part of who you are to show your love to someone else. If that is the model that you're working with, honey, we need to talk. Okay, because you can show your love in so many ways. You do not need to show up for the people, the job, the work, the relationships that you have in your life, like so strung out, exhausted, worn out, maxed out in order to show your love. There are other ways. I promise you that. And I know that because I've had to reevaluate all of my priorities because if you don't work out and prioritize yourself and how to give what you need to yourself. And I'm not saying you just like tell everyone, you're like, fuck it. We're just eating cereal for dinner seven days a week because you can't be effed. That's not what this is about. Like we still love and show our love in different ways and care for the people around us, but not at the expense of your soul, your wellness, your movement, your sanity, right? There are other ways. The second thing, the second step in boundaries, like obviously work out our priorities. The second thing, energy leaks, right? Work out where you are leaking energy, where you are leaking happiness, where you are leaking positivity. Who is sucking the life from you, my friends? Pay attention to how you feel around certain people and how certain situations leave you feeling if you need to implement a transition period from work to home that's a great idea that's like a boundary that's going okay i've worked out that if i go from work to home i'm still running on empty if i spend my time in the car answering all the calls and making all the calls that i didn't make that day we that's going to leave me depleted for when i come home that's an energy leak. If you work out that, you know, um, while you're trying to make a phone call, while you've got your kids in the car and that leaves you feeling awful, that's an energy leak. If you work out that certain conversations with people are leaving you feeling depleted, energy leak. You know, like work out where you are showing up and you are coming away feeling worse. That is a really good indication of an energy leak. Some energy leaks of mine, like, or places that I've learnt <laughs> through pushing the boundary that I created for myself is like if my boys have gone to their dad's house and I, you know, they, I pick, they always come home on a Sunday. And so going out on a Saturday night is not a good idea. <laughs> like I've worked that out the hard way because I, one of my priorities is showing up for them on a Sunday feeling really good, right? I want to feel clear. I want to feel energized. That's a priority to me. So I've drawn a boundary around more chill Saturday nights, right? So that's a boundary for me. So these boundaries don't need to always involve someone else. They're actually not about anyone else at all. They're about ourselves. And that energy leak that I'm telling you about, that might also involve, you know, if you're dealing with, I know that there's a lot of in-law issues. I get lots of DMs um, about grandparents and, you know, having boundaries around, you know, different relationships there and being able to communicate. 
it's okay to call your power back and to have boundaries around how you'd like your children um, to be taken care of. I mean, that's a whole other conversation actually, but if it's important to you, find a way to draw a circle around it and also communicate that really clearly. Boundaries that can be in place as well might involve cutting people off, out, blocking, deleting for good or for a certain amount of time. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day where a relationship, a woman had just, um, her ex-partner had now repartnered and was married quite suddenly. Um, and she had to just cut that relationship for a bit. She's like, I'm not ready to communicate with you yet with her ex-partner. He wanted to welcome her in and get her to meet his wife and all the rest of it. And she was not ready. So in order to have a relationship, she said, I need to just take this time, block, delete, just decompress and isolate in terms of like, just have nothing to do with him until she found a space where she was ready to welcome that relationship in. If you have people in your life that are toxic or that drain you then, or, you know, patterns keep re-emerging. Sometimes the hardest thing is the best thing. And whether that's a permanent block or delete, or, you know, you're isolating yourself from that, you know, and you're communicating that, you can block, you can delete, you can distance yourself from certain behaviors until A, you feel ready, or you're willing to see things a different way, or it's just not a behavior or a habit or a relationship that you want within your life anymore. Um, whether that's friendships, family members, whatever it is, you get to decide. But you, if you are going to keep giving away your power, you need to look at that. And then look at why you might be doing that. And what is it going to take to give you, get you to call your energy back? And this is not about other people. This is about you protecting you. But you also... That's another thing to lean into. It's like there's layers. There's so many layers to these boundaries. Like it's a protective thing. And I know I've absolutely put boundaries in place for myself where I've, you know, said not this and, you know, isolated myself a little bit so that I could heal, process. And that's a coping strategy. That is not necessarily a coping strategy that, um, doesn't come without its consequences, but if you need that time to process and understand why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, that can be a really beautiful tool. But as long as you're not avoiding, because, you know, like even I was listening to another podcast where like it is a coping strategy to just block or play dead. You know what I mean? Sometimes like deers do it when it's a matter of survival and I can relate to that. Like I have had to absolutely cut people out of my life over the years as a coping strategy because I just couldn't, I just could not deal right now. Like it was an absolute matter of survival emotionally that I just stop, block, can't. And then I will revisit that at a time where I can and I have the emotional bandwidth and you don't need to explain shit if that's the case. If that's what is in, that's what's available to you, you do you boo, you go Glen Coco. And then when you feel ready, then you can reevaluate and revisit that situation. But if you need to take some time and cut out or block, pause, just 
isolate and go into your little cocoon, you do that. You don't need to explain shit to anyone. Number three, what are your non-negotiables? So we've worked out that what our priorities are, finding your energy leaks, and then what your non-negotiables are. Where do you need to draw a line in your in the sand? Know your limits. Know what you're willing to tolerate, what you're willing to handle, what you deserve, and, you know, open heart, big fucking fence. Putting boundaries in place doesn't mean a work element is bad. It just might mean if you put this boundary in place that you leave work at 5.30 p.m. and you like you make, you give yourself say half an hour. Like if you find, okay, here's another scenario. If you find that you are so strung out and maxed out and everything on work and you're taking it home with you and you're just, you can't switch off. You know, what might be a really good thing. Like if you're noticing that you're not switching off at 4.30, you take a look at what still needs to be done. You make a plan. You contact the people that you haven't contact and move it to tomorrow right? So you've acknowledged that you get out your diary and you spend the last half an hour planning and wrapping things up. You're not going to like drag the day out. It's like, okay, I'm human. This is what my capabilities are today. And you spend that time like closing the loops of your day and planning them and putting them in place and structuring your week, your day, your coming whatever's to hold that space for you so that you do have everything accounted for. That could be a really great line in the sand that it's like, okay, I finish work at 5.30 at 4.30. I'm going to look at how I can wrap up and close all of these loops so that I can come, I can finish work on time, feeling secure, feeling accomplished and without having all of this in my mind, you know, And then tomorrow you will have slept better. You will have rested more. You will have had more family time. You probably got to the gym or whatever it is. So then you're going to be more refreshed coming into work. Okay, so that's like an example of a boundary that might be really beneficial. Closing out your loops before you end the day. Um, Another one, if it's with people, working out how much time you can give a certain person without feeling maxed out or um, tapped out, like finding that, you know, if you don't have the space for the catch-ups that day, finding out what you're willing to tolerate. If someone leaves you feeling anxious, like if you're dating and that person is not giving you what you need in terms of reassurance, communicate that and say, this is what I need from you. I really want this to work. This is what I need. And if they can't show up and give you that, there's your boundary. Then you don't get to access me and it's totally okay to change the cost of what it costs to access you like your energy is important and that can be really uncomfortable as well because sometimes people show up in our lives that are so similar to what we think we want but it's kind of not it but it's almost it and you really want it to be it but then if you're left feeling this way and the energy is always icky is it really it then you've got to look at what's in front of you and the energy that's in front of you and look at are you you know showing up to what's real or are you showing up to potential and that fucking sucks too by the way <sighs> but yeah what are your non-negotiables where do you need to draw the line in the sand and know your limits 
Number four, slow down your yes mother trucker. Like way down, like slow it all the way down. And when someone presents you with something or someone comes to you and asks you something or something is available for you, slow down your yes, get out of your head and into your body. And what are the vibes telling you? You can say, you can totally say, I just, can I get back to you on that? If you aren't sure. But if you are getting a gut wrenching reading right now, like that's saying, holy fuck, I don't have time for that. That is not feeling good for me. I do not want to do that. This is a no. Then you can just say, you know what? That's, I don't think I can do that, but thank you so much. Like there are so many ways that we can say no. And maybe I'll do a post on that because that's also fun, but you can also slow it down and ask for more time. Do you know what? Can I check my diary? Oh, you know what? That sounds great, but I actually... I need to get back to you or that's not, you you know, what? if it's my friends as well, they get it. They understand me. And I'm like, that's not feeling really good for me right now. I'm going to put a pause in that. Or this is feeling a lot for me right now. How about we focus on this? And you can offer another energy exchange, right? Or another day or another option or alternative that is also there for you. You can slow down your yes. Number five. Oh, this is the least favorite because you've got to expect it to be challenging, yo. Like expect it not to feel great. Like boundaries, blah. Like it's not nice to change a pattern sometimes. Like it's really hard. Expect it to be challenging, And the people though, here's the thing, like it's hard for us, like changing a pattern, changing our habits, our behaviors, really fucking hard. Okay. But actually doing the action, like saying no, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But the sitting with the discomfort of doing that hard, hard, lemon hard. (laughs) If you know what I mean, like that, it's the discomfort that comes with changing a habit and what that brings up for us. Like, oh, what if they don't like me? What if they think I'm a bitch? What if my friends don't want to hang out with me anymore? What if that person says this? What if they don't think I'm like super sweet and all nice anymore? What if this changes things forever? What will their friends say? Oh, exhausting, right? But the people who have a problem with your boundary are the very reason that you need them. No might piss them off, but it will absolutely set you free, girlfriend. Okay? No might piss them off, but it will set you free. Expect it to be challenging, but come back to your why. Like this is your non-negotiable. This is protecting you and protecting your peace. Number six, get curious with what you're resisting. Okay, like whose happiness are you making more important than your own? And why? Like, what's the story? What is the story around why you're making their happiness more important than yours? And, you know, are we okay with that? Like, can we honestly lean into that? Like, is their happiness more important than your own? Is their happiness or is this like bake sale more important than you having the Sunday afternoon with your kids is, you know, this water after work drinks that you really don't want to go to. That's going to mean that you're going to miss out on your 
gym session actually worth it? Like, no, like get your endorphins, like endorphins over almost everything in my world. But that's something that's important to me. It may not be important to you. So have a look, get curious with what you're resisting if you're resisting something. Number seven, decline, delete, block, unfollow. You do not need to explain shit. You don't need to call or text back if you don't want to for real. Like for real, you do not need to. You make the rules. Like Miss Manners might say all of this, but if it's about protecting your peace, you get to decide when, where, how, and who. How liberating is that? Like then you get to decide what needs to be communicated and when. But if it's at a cost to your peace, like we don't want to be a mole about it. Like no one likes moles or bitches or whatever it is. Like you don't need to be mean. Like no one needs to be mean. Mean is uncalled for. The truth doesn't need to hurt. But you do get to decide how you show up and who gets your energy, right? If there are people on your feed that you don't resonate with their message anymore or you see their shit and you're like, ooh, you don't and you you've leaned into that and you know it's not about you it just doesn't make you feel good like if you don't want to see certain things anymore like you know if seeing all diet pages and shit like that doesn't make you feel good then fuck it off don't have it on there if there are friends that you want to stay friends with but you really don't like the dribble that's on your social media pages mute them that's okay you don't need to explain shit like you've got to protect your peace you've got to ruthlessly Claim and protect your peace. Like that's your job on this earth and your life. Like you can totally do that. I give you permission. And sometimes we need people to give us permission. And even though I'm like, no one needs to give you permission. A lot of the time there is nothing more comforting sometimes in these moments than a girlfriend that says, yes, yeah, you totally need that dress. Like add to cart, you know, like, or you do not have to explain shit. This is me saying, no, you can protect your peace. You don't have to go. You don't have to say yes. You can say no. You can totally go for a walk. You don't have to do that. That if you need that permission, I'm always down for that. Like you can totally like jump into my DMs. I'll allow it. (laughs) Number eight, your peace is worth whatever it takes. I mean, does that need any more explanation? I don't think so. Your peace is worth whatever it takes. Now, We got that. Okay, good. Holding these boundaries, you often, sometimes you don't need to communicate them if they're for you. Most of my boundaries that I have in my life, I've drawn around me and they require me showing up a certain way, right? And me keeping my end of the bargain. However, if those boundaries, and that could mean like with my work life and with you know, like social commitments and movement promises and keeping my promises to myself, that's my boundaries, right? They're for me. Most of 99% of my boundaries are that. But if I have boundaries that relate to other people, being able to communicate them effectively is key. So that is where you can say to family members, if you keep saying these things, I will not be able to come over anymore. So clearly going, when you say these things to me, it makes me feel like 
X, Y, and Z. And that means I will no longer be able to come up, come over. You know, that's your boundary. If you do this, it makes me feel like this, and this will be the consequence. That's your boundary. If it is work responsibilities or relationships that I can no longer work on the weekends because I really need to prioritize my family time. And if you keep dumping this onto me and keep expecting this from me, I we're going to have to, to have a conversation about what I'm available for at work in the future. I mean, it's hard. You, you're getting the gist. When this happens, it makes me feel like this. And this is what's going to be the consequence. That's how you get to communicate it with other people, you know, in, um, romantic partnerships. Like if you keep doing this or when you do this, it makes me feel like this. I can't live like that anymore. This is the consequence. And you can be like dial it way back and it can be way less harsh, but you know, please don't yet like speak to me in that way anymore, or I will need to leave the room boundary. If you yell at me, I'm now, I'm, I'm not going to be part of this conversation anymore. Boundary. Um, you know, whatever it is, I could keep coming up with ideas, but you get the gist I'm sure with that. But you know what I found to be one of the hardest things when it comes to setting boundaries is setting a boundary when you really like, it's like this whole personal development thing that, um, we're all on, like, obviously you wouldn't be listening to this if you're not like, There's so many layers to it. And just when you get over one area and you get a grip on it, then it provides the next one. It's like when you're wanting to start taking care of yourself and you prioritize yourself, then the next level of growth is going to require more from you. And that can be scary as fuck because you're stepping into um, unknown territory and you're stepping up and into yourself and for yourself. And you're prioritizing yourself when you're not actually sure what the next step looks like. You just know not this. So you've got to protect your peace. And I get to work with women every single week around setting boundaries, helping them identify energy leaks, helping them um, like woman up, if you know what I mean, in terms of build themselves up to a place where they're comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's what it is. Like you've got to prioritize your peace, your self-care and your love for your life and what you want. And sometimes you haven't experienced what you, you know is on the other side of that yet. So you have to have that faith, that, that self-preservation and self-care and that respect you have for yourself is worth whatever it takes. And that shit is brave. And that requires a level of faith in that which you can't see, but the trust that it is going to show up. And that's where I am with different areas of my life, where it comes from a, you know, a often the biggest energy leaks, the heartbreaks, the confusion, the anxiety, like our anxiety is a messenger, right? And it brings us gifts, but those gifts require action from us, either acknowledgement or the boundary or the change and change doesn't need to be scary but it often is but how we choose to navigate that and move through that and what we let these stories mean to us is where it's at so go back over 
those eight steps. They are not going anywhere. They are in my Insta grid. And if you are listening to this and you feel like you have a friend, family member, colleague, whoever's would relate to this or would benefit from this, by all means, please flick the potty onto them. Let me know in my, like, um, what is it called? Leaving a review. <laughs> oh, holy hammer. That's a new one. No, <laughs> leave a review if this landed, because that really helps the potty ratings. Um, and yeah, comment on the Insta post as well. So I know if this is the sort of shizzle that you like in your ears, because I think boundaries are a really important part of self-preservation like self-care and self-love are great but sometimes it's about survival i mean fucking 2020 like have a look at yourself but through these steps forward where we start to understand ourselves and we claim our sovereignty and our sanity i mean there's some of the biggest growth opportunities there is but don't expect this to be easy boundaries are badass but they are not always easy. And they're actually really simple about what we're willing to tolerate and how we want to live our life. But again, holding that and holding our ground and putting our little flag like in the moon, like about sanity, like standing there and holding my flag and, you know, imagine that you're doing that and being like, not this, but this, oh, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what makes me feel good. But this is, this doesn't. And claiming that bold fucking shit, friend. But we've got it. Like, we've totally got it. And you know what? We're going to stumble and trip and everything else. And I'm lucky. I say this all the time to my clients. I see us all having the same stuff. Like, that's my privilege in the job that I do is that I understand because I see that we all have the same stuff. But that's because I get to work with women and support them navigating this sort of stuff. But that is also the gem of it is that I also get to be that for you and say, we all have the same stuff. So if you're standing here feeling like this is really hard for you and you are the only one going through this and you don't know how to do it, girlfriend, I got you. We all have the same stuff. So let my knowledge of the fact that we all have the same stuff and that we're all navigating these crazy things and that life loves a curveball let me reassure you that you are not alone you're not crazy life is challenging it's meant to be it's not about going through life without the hiccups but reclaiming ourselves and you know womaning up um because i'm not gonna say man up because i mean we're women mostly who are listening to this or we're identifying as women, you know, and that is badass in every way that it possibly can be boundary up like a badass. And if you have any questions, hit me up, book in a coaching session or a mentoring session, or just like, let's just work one-on-one. That's totally fine too. Or hit me up in the comments on my Instagram post guys. Welcome back to season three. I think this is going to be a doozy and I'm going to roll in to the next podcast pretty much straight away, but that should hopefully come out next week. But by next week, I will be in Byron. So hopefully it will still launch, but I am also allowing myself that fam bam holiday, um, which will be next week. 
I'm driving up with the boys. We're meeting my parents up there. We're going to stay up there for, I think, eight days in the same house, which is always a good time. <laughs> so I'll be sure to add lots of videos of my mom because she's the greatest and so funny. And I know you guys love seeing her up on my Instagram stories. Um, yeah, we're back, guys. Season three coming at you. Coming in hot. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another season. I love these chats. And if you ever have any ideas, you know I love to hear about them and I'll always do my best to deliver. We're back, baby!